This is News Talk. As you would imagine, a number of the newspapers are speculating about what happened in Monaghan. I won't bring you through all of the front pages because I can't stand over it. I'm not on the ground up there to talk about the speculation. So I'll just give you what the Irish Independent is going with today because it's on its front page. Suspect dies after being hit by car as he fled from murder of sex offender. A convicted paedophile who was murdered in a stabbing at his Monaghan home may have been targeted because of his previous sexual offending. Detectives are also investigating whether the suspect for the fatal assault was himself killed while fleeing the scene. A male relative arrived at the property at around 6.30am and made the grim discovery while also disturbing the suspected killer. We'll get the post-mortem examination results today. They may or may not be released due to operational reasons, but obviously the Garda investigation continues. If you want to read more about it, it's on about four or five front pages this morning. Lots of speculation about what happened uh, in Monaghan. The Irish Times on its front page, construction slowdown, puts housing target at risk as costs rise. So obviously we have big ambitions here in Ireland to address the housing crisis. But that plan, the landmark plan to deal with the housing crisis, could be derailed by a marked slowdown in building activity. Concerns are focused particularly on building apartments from next year onwards. Construction activity as a whole fell by 2.7% between July and September. And obviously construction costs are just going up and up and up, along with energy costs as well. So if those prices uh, keep on going up, well then there could be a slowdown in the Housing for All strategy, which by the way aims to deliver 300,000 extra housing units by 2030. That's 33,000 a year. So they have some experts speaking in the Irish Times today about that. Also on the front page, Ireland is ageing faster than anywhere else in Europe. And because of this, there's growing pressure on the health service and it's posing challenges for planning for the future. This is a new report from the Department of Health and there are five tax-contributing workers for every one person over 65. But in 20 years, that's going to drop to three to one. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on people working, paying taxes to help fund our ageing population. You can read more about that in the Irish Times. Now, the Irish Examiner on the front page, obviously you'll be aware of overcrowding issues in Limerick at Universal Hospital, University Hospital Limerick. Uh, and now the news is that people who need medical attention, including potential heart attacks, are delaying or refusing their treatment and others are going as far as Dublin to avoid University Hospital Limerick because obviously the trolley figures are really, really bad there. UHL was the most overcrowded hospital in the country again last month. Nearly 1,600 patients on trolleys and a local GP says that people in the community who require medical attention are actually now just refusing to go to UHL. Some are going to Galway, some are going to Cork and some are going to Dublin for treatment because they just want to avoid University Hospital Limerick. In the Irish Times, there's lots of talk in the papers uh, about Alan Jukes, the former Fine Gael leader and former chair of IBRC. Now, he's now apologised unreservedly for suggesting that people in border counties have violence in their blood. So all day yesterday, we had pressure mounting on Alan Jukes due to the reaction to his comments on the documentary Quinn Country. Uh, I, watched, I watched the first one on <clears throat> Monday night 
and the last two last night and I'd read about what he had said but I didn't see it uh, if you did see the documentary your mouth does kind of open when he says it and now he's apologised if you missed the documentary by the way I highly recommend that you watch it not just for this but for um, the three nights of the documentary well worth a watch for the background to the Quinn story but anyway Alan Jukes was talking about people uh, from the border area and the quote is this is about people in border counties they're living in communities that have a long history of violence of different kinds and they will more easily turn to it than anybody else and I'm not saying that there are that they are different animals from the rest of us but whether they have provo links or be special links or whatever it's something that is nearer to the way they think than it would be to somebody in South Tipperary or anywhere like that and as you can imagine, we had uh, local TDs, Neve Smith, Pork McLaughlin, Rory O'Murku, Thomas Pringle, Brendan Smith, all criticising Alan Duke's comments. And he has now apologised unreservedly for it. But a lot of coverage in the papers about that. And people so upset. I mean, I work with people from border counties here. I live with someone who's from a border county. My father's from a border county. All my family are from a border county. And they really, really were upset by the comments, as you would imagine, that they violence in the blood. But Alan Jukes has apologised. Lots about that in the Irish Times. In the Irish Examiner, they have a handy breakdown today on how much everything costs us. And you kind of read it uh, with your fingers through your eyes because you sort of think, do I want to know how much my tumble dryer costs and stuff like that. So this is in the Examiner and it goes through how much it costs to put the heating on, the Wi-Fi router uh, and what will your wash cost. It's a new government guide aimed at giving practical advice on how to cut your usage and cut the cost of heating and powering your home. But what's very good about it, and the examiner has the graphic, is that it goes through a single use. So, like, sometimes you hear, I don't know, that the tumble dryer costs you 400 quid a year or whatever. But it's hard to work out how much it costs if you use it once. So, what they've told us in the breakdown is that using an iron costs 21 cent, a toaster costs 6 cent, and a hoover costs 12 cent. Some of the more costly items, the famous electric shower, that's 1 euro 62 every time you go for a shower. A plug-in electric heater costs 1 euro and 2 cent, and an electric cooker costs 1 euro 36 cent. Charging a laptop for 5 hours will cost 11 cent, and having your Wi-Fi router on all day costs you 6 cent, and having the TV on for 4 hours costs around 10 cents. So quite a useful guide there from the government as we all get ready for the cost of living crisis this winter and the energy crisis and all that stuff. Kanye West is in the papers today. Really you have to kind of wonder why the media gives him any coverage anymore because clearly he's going through something and he's clearly having issues. But the latest is that Kanye West, this is in the Telegraph, has said that there are good things about Hitler. Now, he appeared on Alex Jones's Infowars show yesterday. Kanye West wore a full blackface mask as he said that Hitler deserved praise in the latest in a long line of anti-Semitic remarks. He said, I see good things about Hitler, this guy that invented highways and invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. I'm done with that. Every human being has something of value that they bring to the table. CNN, by the way, reports that for a long time, 
Kanye West has been praising Hitler in private, but yesterday was the first time he spoke publicly in praise of Hitler. So uh, that'll go down like a lead balloon, as you would imagine. BBC is back in the headlines. This happens every single year. Will they or won't they play the fairy tale of New York? In the mail, it's that time of year again. Radio bosses in the UK consider broadcasting an alternative version of fairy tale of New York. BBC Radio 2 is to play a censored version of the Pogues classic hit for the first time this Christmas. Last year they aired the original version of the festive favourite and of course the problem is that Kirsty McCall's lyrics include you cheap lousy F word. Uh, Radio 2 said it was now reflecting what it was hearing back from many of our listeners who liked the song but find some of the lyrics jarring so now they have an edited version of it. Shane McGowan not happy he said the BBC's decision to censor the song was ridiculous. Uh, I know a singer who is really struggling at the moment because she's recording a version of it and she doesn't know what to do about the F word. I think she's kind of leaning towards censoring herself as well. But that always gets a bit of debate going. Final story comes from the star staying with Christmas, deciding who to invite over for Christmas dinner at your house is the most stressful activity that revellers will endure this festive season. Just over 42% of people say sorting out the Christmas guest list is the one chore that has the most worried. For me, I'm worried about nights out and will you get home? Will you be able to get a taxi? But a further 29% said their biggest concern is about the turkey. I assume because of the turkey shortage or the potential turkey shortage and 18% stress out about the cost of gifts. So essentially, everyone is just mad stressed about Christmas and as we all say, I'm sure you're the same, when it comes to about the 26th of December, you'll say, what was all that stress about? On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.